Welcome back to Fumbling Around, the special edition Back to the Future Fantasy Baseball League. I don't have anyone from the league, but Graham's joining me, so it's good to have an outside perspective, someone who might, you know, knows these people very little or maybe knows our style uh, exactly and why this is the best fantasy baseball league ever. <laughs> Seriously, ever. Like, I, I, it's the funnest thing I've ever done. Um, the style we play, I've never heard anybody else talk about this style. Like I said, it's like a – so the pot is about 12,500 units. Wow. 12 people in it. 12 people. 12 people. You could spend all different types of amount. The minimum is 300. Mm-hmm. The max, there is no max. But uh, from there's a luxury tax, like a soft luxury tax, just like baseball. So you could spend zero or 300 to 500 untaxed. After that 500, from 500 to 600 is taxed at 100%. Hmm. So every dollar you can tax an extra dollar. After that $600 mark, everything is taxed at 200% forever. Wow. So every dollar, you have to pay two extra dollars in tax. Yeah. So we have teams that, one team that spent under the minimum, but you have to pay the minimum at 300 And then all the way to a few teams this year uh, spend a l- close to around like $1,600 units. Man. Uh, so... It's a dynasty league or a keeper league. You get to keep six guys from year to year. Uh, whatever you paid them for that year, you add $5 for the next year to keep them. So you could keep a guy forever. Um, I have Mike Trout. He's like 165 bucks this year. <laughs> Units. <laughs> and uh, I could keep him. So that's the highest keeper guy, but he's also the best player. But yeah. I could keep him like that because I have other younger, cheaper guys. So like I have Carlos Correa at 20-something bucks. I have Cody Bellinger. This only cost me $10. I have Eloy Jimenez, who's the guy that uh, he just signed a six-year, like $43 million deal. He's the highest-paid player ever to not actually play a major league game yet. So uh, he's supposed to be really good. So I, have, I like, drafted him last year. Uh, and then I have Jacob deGrom, who was only, like, 60. So the reason I'm able to keep a guy like Mike Trout is because I have all these other guys that I'm saving a lot of money that paying that much for Mike Trout Makes I'm going for it yeah. usually, and if I wasn't going for it, maybe I would try to get rid of Mike Trout or something to a contender. But every year, the last like since I've gotten him, I feel like I'm a team who should be competing, and you don't get rid of a Mike Trout if you're oh. competing, especially in a league where there's no max yeah. price. I see you got JD Martinez. Yes, too. Uh, I got that guy through a trade. I got Trout and JD through a trade. Trout the Trout trade was a really good trade. I had to trade Corey Kluber, who I had who I got from Chet at a trade, actually. I got Corey Kluber from Chet at a trade, but I ended up trading Corey Kluber and, like, Kenley Jansen, who was the top keeper a few years ago, for Mike Trout. But Mike Trout cost me $160 to keep, and I got, like, 40 bucks back. But, like, Corey Kluber's, like, 20 bucks or something like that when he, he would be, like, really expensive type of guy. So it was, it was a really good even trade, but I just wanted the best player yeah. in the league. Like, what is that worth? Yeah. It won me a championship, yeah, so exactly. it ended up working, uh, especially because uh, my roommate, Adam, who's v- usually pretty competitive. He hasn't won in a while, but usually they're p- pretty competitive. The what, A couple of years ago, he we were playing each other in the semis, and like he was winning all week and stuff like that. And then even on like Sunday, like it looked like he 90% chance that he was going to win. And uh, I had to pick up two pitchers, the last two pitchers available for that Sunday. Like, I didn't want to pick up those guys. I just didn't have a choice. And yeah. it was, like, Ubaldo Jimenez and, like, uh, a guy from the Mets. I want to say it was, like, Selman, I believe. 
two guys that weren't expected to do good, both just like lights out, best games they've had like in a long time. Not only did I need that, like it's still like even I got that, like okay, whatever. I took over a couple categories. Uh, I still needed to like catch up in offense, and then like he had two guys hit home runs, like Springer and somebody else. So he was up like three home runs, and like I was, I, I just started dating Kim at this time, mm-hmm. and I was like going to her house or whatever to watch. Kind of, I was gonna follow along and stuff like that, but I thought I didn't think it was gonna end up good, and I was gonna come because I had two guys like playing in the Sunday night game, so I thought it might come down to that. So yeah. I, was, I was hoping it might come down to that, like to give me a chance. So, so uh, he's like packing his stuff up, going to his room, probably thinking that like it's over, and he's, hopefully he's not listening to this. He probably will. <laughs> I don't mean to give him PTSD from this, but uh, like it, he was going to win. Everybody thought, and Mike Trout in his last at bat hit a home run to like send me. Like I had guys playing later, but they were like playing like the top, like cur- like they they didn't end up doing anything. But it was mm-hmm. Mike Trout's like at last at bat that sent me. Bob, who is one of the guys in the league. He was like out drinking or something like that, and he like came over for Sunday night baseball because he thought like it was gonna come down to the Sunday night game, and like I wasn't even there. I was hanging out with Kim, and Adam's like opens the doors like, "What's going on?" He's like, "I want to watch Sunday night game," and I was like, "Uh, no!" Like he just lost. Uh bad timing, Bob. Yeah, yeah, bad timing. Man, pitching seems so hard. Like I played fantasy baseball once a long time ago. But just keeping up with pitching is so hard. And, you know, there's no – that's what I like about it is there's no guarantee. You know, like usually if you're playing like fantasy football or fantasy basketball, it's like, oh, I can play LeBron James. He's going to score points. Like yeah. starting pitching, like you could just go out and have a bad night. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, so it's – I love this league because I feel like, yeah, there's some luck involved to win, but, like, you got to know your stuff. Yeah. You got to, like, it's all a numbers game, and you got to kind of figure out where you, where you can take advantage of it yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm very competitive in this game. It's, it, it, like, it's almost like its own world, the way we talk crap to each other and yeah. stuff like that. Like, no one really takes it personal, kind of, because people have said some pretty – I mean, even though it has got personal yeah, yeah. a few times. Well, that's great, too, because – I've been in the same fantasy football league for a long time and there's been people that have, you know, their interest has kind of gone in and out and it's just, yeah. it's, it sucks when you don't have, you know, everybody in it, Yeah. you know, and when you do have everybody in it and they're, they care and it's competitive, man, yeah. is, is it fun? We have a waiting list. Like we, yeah, that's the thing. Like, and then we have a toilet bowl championship. So like, even if you're out, like you're playing for something and you're playing for the years in the future and stuff yeah. like that too. Yeah. And keeper leagues and stuff yeah. like that is, is super cool. So there's always something to play for. It's regulated so well. We have a 10 page constitution, like good luck trying to like manipulate <laughs> rules and stuff like that. Like, it's it's a well maintained document. Yeah. Our commish is like the best. Like he's so I don't know, just good with technology, just very unbiased, is able to like step back and not take things personally, even though when people I don't know if you've ever commissioned a bit uh, like a sports or a fantasy league. Have you been the commissioner? I've never been a commissioner, no. I never really have. I did a little bit. Uh actually I took over a league, but then I combined it with another league and basically made Adam become the commissioner of, like, two leagues combined instead of actually taking over a league. I was just, like, kind of, like, second-hand in it. But this guy does, like, such a – he's just so well so well organized in everything he does. Like, our draft is top-notch and stuff like that, the way he runs it as an auction and stuff like that. It's just – it's it's really fun. Like, I, I don't need I, – I played in another league this year, but, like, I, I'm already out of, like, touch. Like, I, I'm behind – like, I – I only care really about this one league. It means yeah. it means a lot. Like I don't I don't play fantasy football really. This is the league. Yeah. When you're, and that's why I like 
I don't mind putting a decent amount of units into it because it makes it worth your while a little bit. Yep. Like, if you're playing poker, like, I can't play poker for, like, a $5 tournament. So it's yeah, not yeah. worth my time. But 25 bucks that adds up, you know, I'll put a little effort into it. So, like, like you said, you want everybody's into it to the very end. Nobody wants to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, like, the $300 team is trying to, like, win money, like, in his own way. Like, and yeah. stuff. Because you can win a toilet bowl and you make money yeah. that way. That's so what the, I kind of like. It. So the season starts this week? Starts, uh, well, the season already started. Technically, oh, uh, there was two games played out in Japan. Oh, those were official games. Okay, uh, so Seattle and Oakland played, and then I didn't know this was going to happen. This kind of—I I don't know if I, other people did—but then Ichiro retired after the second game. Oh, right. Okay, and so that's what. And like people are crying. I mean, it was a pretty yeah. big deal oh, over yeah. there. I mean, that's like people's like hero and stuff. And then uh, Seattle's new pitcher Kikuchi, who just came over from Japan and stuff, like, he was, like, teary-eyed and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I, I read an article about Ichiro, like, last year, and his, just, like, the stuff that he does is insane. Yeah. He is he is a machine. No, yeah, he, he's just one of the best, man. He just... Uh, Japan, like, it's just a different culture over there, and they really appreciate someone who's, like, sacrificial. You know, yeah. like, give it... Like, he, he could have sat there and, like, swung for home runs, went for home run records and stuff like that, but, like... Would that be the best for the baseball team? And like his, like no, the longevity was like what he did. Like that was probably the best way he could have played it. Yeah, there, I, there's so much respect in baseball too. Uh, I remember I, I went to the Tigers game where it was like Big Poppy's last game here in Detroit. Oh yeah, and you know like they had all this like rolled out the red carpet for him, yeah. and he you know a standing ovation. And yeah. then of course later in the game he hit like two home runs. Of course, beat us and he was like, so uh, good. Uh, yeah, oh, he was so but, good at the end, man. So yeah. clutch. Yeah, uh, but that's that's awesome. Uh, I love watching Ichiro, you know, like he yeah. was, he was he would, a great player. He would have been a fun guy to have on your fantasy team. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, so many runs, so many stolen bases. Like, he's just, just dom- so consistent year yeah. in, year out. Like, those are the type of guys you're, like, trying to build your team around. Like, that's why I love Mike Trout. Like, every, he, he might not be number one. He could be number one and easily, but, like, he's always in the top five. You yeah. know, that's just, that's just so hard to do. Like everybody can every once in a while a guy can like have a career year and compete for like the AL MVP or something or NL MVP or whatever. But like to be in the voting year in and year out, like that's just another level. Yeah. Amongst other levels. Like yeah. You ever listen to David Goggins? Uh no. He's like this ultra marathon like app runner and stuff like that. Hmm. And but uh he was like some fat guy and then got into like the military. He's like um he's like the only guy to go through Hell Week for the Marines or something or Navy SEALs like three times or something oh, like that. Interesting. He's like, he's a motivator. Like, yeah, yeah listen, he's pretty nuts. Man, those people. Yeah, I've met some of those people in the military. They, I don't know how they function. Like, they just, they're insane. Well, he, he wants to be, what did, I forget his quote, but he's like, he wants to be uncommon amongst uncommon. Yeah. You know, so it's like that high school kid who like dominates his high school, blah, blah, blah. But then he gets to college and then he's just another, another guy there or something yeah. like that. But like his goal is like, he wanted to be a Navy SEAL. But once you become a Navy SEAL, you're just another Navy SEAL. Yeah. To be like the best at that level, like mm. it's another whole. Another yeah, you like game. wake up at five a.m. and these people are like, "Hey, it's a great day." You know, like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, those are the people, man. They're they're insane. Uh, so our league, like I said, very fun. We got twelve guys. We got a waiting list, so if like someone drops out, like yeah. someone's willing to come in. So there's never like a a lax of like, and then I'll, I'll call somebody out if someone if I feel like someone's tanking or something and they're not like doing what they need to be doing as an organization, a team, like, I'll be like, hey, dude, you know, 
whatever. Because we even tried to make a rule where, like, if you get 10 would you got to, like, if I 10 owe somebody, because there's 10 cat, we play categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I 10, I get like 50 bucks or whatever. But we're trying to make it to where if you get 10 owed, so basically if you're tanking or something like that, not trying, like, you, you get fined for it. Yeah. I'm against tanking. <laughs> so. Yeah, so it says since 2007 you guys have had this, or have you been playing since 2007? Um, I'm trying to remember. So I my first year I played in a uh, – I didn't play in this league. I played uh, a buddy, Sean Arnoldi, who I used to play hockey with, and then, like, I went to Eastern, and he was, like, in one of my classes or something. He got me to, like, play in a fantasy league. And then this league started – Victor started this league with, like, a bunch of work guys, and he talked Adam into doing it, like, last second. Adam Adam knew, knew nothing, <laughs> nothing about baseball. It's like, whatever. Like, he said no at first, and then he was like, did I think they only had, like, six guys, maybe eight tops or whatever the first year, and they were playing, like, rotisserie or whatever and stuff, oh, yeah. where, like, so you're not playing a team. Like, we play head-to-head, which yeah. is, like, a little bit more fun on all week-to-week, like, to know who your opponent is and stuff. So uh, they kind of, like, played that year, and then the next year I got invited a few other people uh, – but this was just like when a hundred units league redraft every year. So like this started very, very bare and basic. And then we kind of like uh, years after, like we, we included like, okay, let's spend anywhere from zero to 500 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of had a falling out where like four, four teams dropped out. Did I talk about that? Yeah. I think I, this is, this sounds familiar. Yeah. Like there's four, uh, the commission kind of quit. And then, Three of his kind of like coworkers and stuff kind of like left the league. One of the guys that left though had Mike Trout, the guy I have for 160 bucks. He had it for like zero bucks. He drafted him, <laughs> and uh, so we had to like replace all these people in the league. So we're scra- you know we didn't want to wait till last second. So we're like we asked we we the the commissioner quit and it's Victor. He's actually back in the league now. Uh, things got a little tense there for like a little bit because we were living all me, Adam, and him were all living downtown together and uh-huh. stuff like that at this time. Um, and just guys took this guys take this really, 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 really serious. And Victor was kind of like out of it a little bit, like uh, like he just wasn't his team wasn't doing that well, so his interest was kind of not there. But everybody else was like super interested and like wanted. A trade was supposed to get vetoed that I was a part of, and he didn't do it quick enough. And I got Stanton on my team for a day, and then like. But guys were, like, calling him out, and he's like, fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> I don't even mean to swear there, but like, he's like, I quit, basically. And uh, Adam just, like, kind of, like, took the job over. And, like, we didn't know if the league was, like, going to, like, stay together exactly or whatever. So we had to, like, replace those guys. So, But we, like, reached out to the other guys that kind of, like, left. And uh, we got, like, a no from most of them except the one guy. They never responded. It was, like, it's, like the bench warmers. It was, like, two guys, I think, ran the team. We never got like a response or whatever. Like, hey, we reached out to like their friends. Like, hey, can you let the you know? Do you know if they're playing? Never got anything back. And then like a few days like before the draft, they're like, hey, when's uh, the dra-? like try to like come back in the league and stuff. We're like, sorry guys, like we tried, we tried. You know, because we feel bad because this guy had like just having Mike Trout at that price, you're a contender every oh for sure year. So uh, we brought in four the the four teams that quit. We took all their keepers and like threw them in a new draft. And the four new people that we brought in, who are the Brooklyn Dodgers, who are is the team from Atlanta, I believe the Satemai Lions, and I'm blanking. No, not Victor. I'm blanking on the last team right now. So the four teams that we brought in or whatever got the draft. They had their oh Gabe. Uh, so the Chicago Brown Bombers. Those teams took all those and just had their own draft. But we took Mike Trout out of it because we're like, no one. That's not even fair. Yeah, yeah. If, like we can't just give a team the 
the, literally like because we used to like before we had a keeper league or this type of league or we were laughing like who's gonna get like the Albert Pujols for nothing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And literally, the guy better than Albert Pujols <laughs> was picked for nothing, and would have been a lifetime keeper. Like so, yeah, that kind of happened. I forgot why I was telling that story though. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, that's cool. So you play head to head. Then? Yeah, we play. So each week you're playing a team. So we have like three divisions, and like Adam, our commission, even created a schedule to like, okay, so you play your division three times each. So there's like 21 weeks usually, typically. So nine of those weeks you're playing your division. Um, and then you play two teams from each other division twice, and then the other two teams from each division once. So like schedule is kind of important and stuff yeah. like that. So like last year I had a bad draw. I had a hard, like, we had the best division. Out with Chet, who had like the best, he actually broke the record highest win percentage for a team. Uh, I, I had a really, really good team, just bad, bad seating or just, you know, bad draw. And then Chris was also in our division who had like, he was like, there was like four teams that were like just dominant. Three of them like were in our division, basically. So this year, like the East has like four teams you probably, like that are all just like, going to be pretty good right now. So, like, I'm glad I'm not in that division. Yeah. I have the guy who spent, like, $300 in my division, which is not – like, my division probably spent the least amount of money. Mm -hmm. I spent 1500 This is the most – usually I spent – I'm, like, middle of the pack, but yeah. I won last year. I got second the year before. I'm trying to go for that fourth title. Bob's trying to go for a fourth title. I'll do whatever I do to win. <laughs> so Yeah, I think when I played, it was just, like, a general – you know, it's just, like, whoever had the most points. Like, you didn't play against yeah. somebody else. And I think that – you know, led to people not being as, you know, it, like, yeah. you know. No, this is, I love this one. Like I said, the, if I was playing in, like, more leagues and stuff like that that I had to keep track of, I would want to, but, like, since this is just my main league and this is all I care about, like, the daily head-to-head -head is fun. So it's just a lot of manager manipulation and stuff like that. And needs a lot of folks because it is, like, if it was, if I was playing in more leagues, I couldn't play in a daily, like, because you have to keep up on it every day. And then yeah. things happen all the time. Closers go down. So, like, you got to be right on it. And, like, I'm going to be at work, and that's going to be hard for me. Like, there's other guys who aren't, at, like, working when I'm working and stuff like that or yeah. have easier access to internet to sure. picking up and stuff. So, like, but our league's pretty deep where, like, good backups are already, like, being kept and yeah. or are already on rosters and stuff like that. So, uh, but there's been a couple big uh, injuries, actually. Uh, Scooter Jeanette is out 8 to 12 weeks. I said uh, he went to uh, the team from Atlanta and I'd like to pick because he built got him for like 28 units or something like that and it wasn't I, I thought it was an underrated move but now he's out 8 to 12 so that hurts his team because that was a that was a good key, good player Matt Olson of Oakland uh, has is no timetable so that was a that team went to Victor who's in the east so that's a Matt Olson's uh, first baseman for the Oakland A's pretty good last year came up two years ago had a really good when he got called up, um, that's a that's a big blow. We'll see how long he's out for. Uh, then the A's also got Luzardo hurt, so Gabe got Luzardo for twenty bucks. Luzardo is uh, a pitcher who's supposed to like a top prospect, so he hasn't mm -hmm. even like really even played in the major leagues or anything like that yet. But uh, the A's were planning on calling up like right away, and he was supposed to be like really good. Uh, Gabe, who has won this league previously, uh, you know ridiculous fashion like when you only spent he spent like under five hundred dollars because he has like some top keepers or whatever he does he just made a great run had a good team or whatever like that that can happen yeah it's hard to do it you got to make everything go right but it has happened in our league where like yeah he was like one of the bottom two 
and budget and stuff like that and won. Um, but he went cheap this year, too. This is hard to do, and he spent 20 bucks on Luzardo, and that guy's out for a while. Obviously, Michael Fulmer, I told you, yeah. he, he's going to get Tommy John. Someone had him on this team, so he's out for the season. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm, we had uh, so after that draft, we have original draft. Then we have like, another draft. Mm. So we get like, uh, are you still on my schedule? Are you are you looking at? Are you yeah. Able, you can see you're gonna see the dollar signs between teams' names and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So everybody gets like a hundred bucks. So we draft twenty one players at the original draft. Then we have four more roster spots that we could fill up. And so everybody gets a hundred dollar waiver, like we. It's a waiver money or whatever. And then we have, like, this whole other draft and stuff, which is pretty crucial because, like, you can get some top players. I've previously got Carlos Correa on this draft for, you know, who's one of my best players. Cody Bellinger, another guy. Uh, Trey Turner is how I got this. Uh, actually, I might have drafted him, but I had Trey Turner, who's one of the best keepers in the league now. Uh, last year I got Gleyber Torres in this draft, who I then traded to, like, Gleyber Torres is a Yankee uh who came up and killed it. I traded him for Nola and a couple of closers that really helped me go for my playoff push. So like, this is a very crucial part of the draft. Uh, this year I got like a couple of young guys, uh, Kahira and Brendan Rogers. And, uh, I'm very excited about that because you got to get these, you got to try to hit on those guys. Who's this James Paxton guy from the Yankees? Are you serious? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so he is a really good pitcher. I paid a lot of money for him. Yeah. Does, can you see what the other prices on there? No, there's not prices. Uh, well, that's right. I saw he played for the Yankees. I saw he's a starting pitcher, so I just assumed he was good. Like that's how out of touch I am. But oh, yeah. I was like, man, he must be. Uh... He's like a top twenty pitcher, like overall, maybe even top fifteen uh, around there. Uh, he's my number two pitcher. I had to pay like ninety five or six units for him. Um, he's like twenty. I want to. He might be twenty eight now. Uh, the Yankees just traded for him. He was out in Seattle. Mm. Um, he has some of the best stuff in the major leagues, uh, but he's been riddled with injuries a little bit or something. Okay. So you can't necessarily expect him to pitch over 200 innings maybe or something like mm-hmm. that. So like, if if it had not been for like these type of injuries risk, he he would be like he arguably a Cy, like he could be a Cy Young winner. Yeah. Uh, so he's that good. So uh, he was, but he was in Seattle last few years. Uh, the Yankees just traded one of their top pitching prospects, Justin Sheffield. And then some other guys, but he was like the headliner. Um, who he might be coming up like this year, and he might be like pretty good. So it was, it was like they had to give up quite a bit. Paxton, I think, has this year and next year left on his contract, but he's my number two. I really like him. Um, yeah, uh, I'm expect I need him to do big things. Okay. Like I said, I sp- I went out and spent money on him. Yeah. Uh, like because Verlander went for like 135. And I, so I, I I got packs for like ninety five or ninety six or something like that. So we're talking like a forty dollar difference. Yeah. Um. With I try to go back on thinking like what 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 I rather would I rather had that ex, you know spent that extra forty on him, but then I was able to get guys like Tanaka for forty two and you Darvish for like forty. So would I rather have Verland or would I rather have, uh, Paxton and Tanaka? I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough. That's a tough call. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it says you Darvish is day to day, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, he should be fine. It okay. was like a, a blister thing that was oh, going yeah. on, and uh, but yeah, he should. They said he should be ready for. I mean, he's not got a pitch opening day, but it's last I read, he should be op- ready for opening day. I'm waiting for Andrew Heaney on my team to go on the DL. That way, because I, I need to pick up uh, another hitter. I'm probably gonna drop Ian Happ off my team too. Who just he just got sent down to the minors. I was just hoping that maybe. 
because he's a young guy that used to be a high prospect. I was hoping yeah. maybe, you know, if he can make it on the team and then get hotter, like he could be really good. So I'll probably drop him, and I'm waiting for, like I said, Andrew Heaney to go on the deal, and i got to pick up a couple hitters. Uh, I have Ryan McMahon on my team, who I got from the draft. Who I was, I was so, uh, do you know who Ryan McMahon is? No, no. I did figure. I figured. It's all right. <laughs> uh, so Colorado right now has, like, a second base open, and there's two young guys that are playing for that position. It's Garrett Hapson and then uh, Ryan McMahon. And I wanted both guys on my team, so they were both available in the supplemental draft. And I went after both. Uh, Gabe, who's a really good manager, uh, got Garrett Hampson. He had to pay, he used like seventy something of his dollars in the the waiver budget. Uh, so I didn't. I only had like thirty six on him. But I got Ryan McMahon, who could win the job out. But Hampson's like the higher upside for fantasy because he could steal bases, and uh-huh. stealing bases are kind of a high need right now and stuff. So he has like the higher upside. But McMahon could just be like the better solid, more solid. Like he's actually a first baseman. So if McMahon hits for me. It'd be huge for me, like if he's the starter, because he's playing in Colorado. So Colorado is known to have like the best home stadium for offense and stuff yeah. like that. Like you want to play your games there. The balls really fly. Yeah, yeah, thin air and yep. stuff like that. Like they have to use the humidor to like make the balls like colder and stuff or something oh, really? to like not yeah, so they won't go as far. Yeah, like interesting. And it still doesn't like still the best. Like Arizona just started using that last year too. It's, it's it makes a big difference, but it's huh. still. Uh, Colorado still has a bigger gap than any other. Mm-hmm. Still, um, so I'm really hoping if that hits. Uh, but he's like available like, on my team. He can play first, second, or third. He's available in wind uh, in Yahoo. So that could, I need us. I'm weak at second and third. So if he hits, it allows me some flexibility. I'm gonna be picking up other guys. Second yeah, that's and third. always clutch when people yeah are like can play multiple positions. Yes. Uh, yeah. In the system. Yes. Yeah. Yahoo has, like, in the way we play, like, all you need is, like, five games started at a position. So, mm-hmm. like, we sometimes, like, Rizzo for a year or two was, like, second base eligible, and he should never have been. Like, but the way the Cubs were f- putting him out there during on certain shifts or something like that, he got, like, second base eligibility. Huh. It was ridiculous. And it made him so much better because yeah. he was, like, a first baseman. Like, he was a good first baseman, but, like, moved to, like, the first round basically being a second baseman. Yeah. Being able to have that eligibility. So... That's what made Gabe, Gabe so tough. Uh, yeah, this this league is gonna be so much fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah, I love I love hearing about you know like like you said the strategy like you pick up one guy and somebody else picks up another guy it's for, you know and like the whoever wins that position out in Colorado it's like well yeah. that person yeah yeah it's a it's gonna be a big win for because like there's not many other like our leagues are, we're twelve guys but we have twenty five man rosters so like. There's not much available like on free agent. Like hitters, there's a decent amount, but like pitching, like it's it's bottom of the barrel. So yeah. like that's where I like my team, is that my team pitching starting pitching wise is not as good as like Eric's uh, on the top end because he went out and got like five or six of the top pitchers or whatever. But I think where I'm hoping to make the difference, at least against him, I'll definitely feel like be better than other teams. But against him, if I was going against him, I'm hoping that my sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth guys are much better than his like guys that he's like trying to like try out like just aren't mm-hmm. and then we're a quality start league so like not not young guys usually are don't just come and get quality starts because nobody's pitching six innings like yeah. you have to have a lot of innings under usually to be a quality start guy so i don't know i like the way my team is i'm pretty deep in starting pitching and then i got uh, this is the most money i've spent on a team <laughs> so i'm hoping i don't doesn't backfire sometimes that doesn't always no no absolutely doesn't translate yep for sure. Uh, like, like I said, I've been very successful by usually being middle of the pack. But I kind of, like, saved this money from winning the beers previous, and I feel yeah. like I owe it to the team. Like, I got to – like, my keepers were Mike Trout, 
J.D. Martinez, who's like, who goes at least top 10, if not around number five overall. So they have already those two guys. Yeah. Jacob DeGrom, who's one of the top at least four pitchers, he arguably up there number one or two or something like that. So I have the pieces to go right now, and like it's almost stupid not to like build around that and go for it. Yeah. And then like if if I start to falter or something doesn't go right, like I could kind of like sell some of those pieces and then go for it next year or something like mm-hmm. that. Like you're, there's always something to play for. That's awesome. Yeah. Like the Eric who I had on, if you ever listened to, yeah. he uh, he kind of like oh yeah from seventy eight percent. Uh, sports when he was on like he last year he made a lot of moves like he he could contend this year but he had to like make a lot of like big trades it's like because you could sell guys too so say you're having a hard time trading or something like that um you could just like all right i'm gonna auction off nelson cruz for 20 bucks and then there's like a deadline um and people could bid up so you might get like 50 bucks and that 50 bucks goes off their 500 budget next year to your budget Mm -hmm. so that's like extra non-taxed money and stuff like so it's like crucial to get that for sure. Keep that kind of money and stuff like that. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a lot of fun. Is there anything like confusing that might that you're or any questions you might have? The, you know, it's just it's I just like the way, you know, like you're talking like you can go for it this year. I don't know, like yeah. w- when you have people that are in it and then are in it, you know, for years and you know that you're going to have this for years, like it's it makes it seem it, it makes you engage because it's like, hey, if if I don't, you know, I can always do things next year. Yeah. I don't know. Like that, well, that every, adds a whole yeah. new dimension to yeah. it that's yeah. super cool. Because we already have everybody thinks they're in it every year. You yeah. know, it's like the spring trading for sure. baseball. Like, yeah. Everybody, yeah, this is our year. We know if we can just get everything going right. Everybody's got a shot. But, yeah, but you're playing. You're, there's just so much more to play for because we're playing for years. Like, uh, I feel like I've done well lately, and then I, I feel like I'm getting better is because I'm getting like I'll, I'm able to hit like I just got this guy Eloy Jimenez mm-hmm. who's gonna who 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 he could be like the next superstar for nothing I'm getting you know like um, so I already have like the guys and then if like I'm able to add on to it like yeah it's just really exciting and then you get like attached emotionally to some of these players because yeah. you've had them for years and if you do well with them and stuff like yeah. I don't you got like this bond kind of thing that's awesome. Um, we're just so involved. Like everybody, like is just on top of it. Trades are huge, you know. Like, but that's why we kind of like have the auction too. So like, if you're like having a hard time making up a good trade, like if you want somebody, like let them free market yeah. figure it out. What is this guy worth? Because you you don't want any collusion or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know. So, but the league's just it's just to have every guy like uh, our email threads. Like we had a hundred long thread. 100, 100 emails and just one like area of like being discussed. Yeah, uh, if you want to call it discussed, that's a nice way to be <laughs> called. Civil, civil discourse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calling people cheaters and rats and uh, no and collusion. No, I get called Tom Brady. Uh, I'll do anything for it. takes what it wins. That's yeah. what Chet says. Well, uh, he said he respects me for that, but yeah. <laughs> I would. Tom Brady also has a lot of Super Bowls. Exactly. So. That's what happens. That's what he says. He says, I respect you. Anything, yeah. Whatever it takes to win, he says. But that's not true. He just, he got caught. He got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. And You haven't deflated any balls, have you? Uh, no. <laughs> He's upset that he said I got his trade vetoed because oh. it's, it's, it's hard to even get into. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, no. He, like, did this thing where he, like, traded. Okay, so I'm going to trade you, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And instead, like, okay, say I want to trade you three guys, and you're just going to trade me one. Mm-hmm. Well, Yahoo's going to ask me, 
or maybe I get two back. Yahoo's going to ask me, okay, well, when this trade goes through, who do you want to drop type of thing? Well, so you pick somebody, but then you have to like keep that guy on your roster because it takes like four days for the trade to go through. Yeah. And so you have to keep him on your roster that long. Well, Chet smartly kind of figured something out. Instead of like you, I offer you the trade, I drop a player, offer you the trade, and then it, Yahoo doesn't ask me who I want to drop. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. So that's technically within the rules. Yeah, no, technically Th- that, That's not the thing. So what happened, though, is that, like, he did it twice in a row, right? And it was hard to, like, even catch or, like, see, to figure out what he did. And, uh, but he, this was all going on right at the trade deadline, too. And uh, one of the trades didn't go through because he did that, but then he, like, picked up a pl- I, I, We still don't know exactly what happened. <laughs> he never completely came forward and admitted it even. Like, still kind of, like, denies it. And you shouldn't ever come forward. Keep that a secret. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. It was, I had to drop some truth bombs. Like, that email was, was crazy. Like, people couldn't believe it. Because he almost, like, got, like, away with it. There was nothing we could do. And then, like, I was able to, like, talk to a guy from Yahoo and to explain oh, something. Geez. Yeah, it was serious. Um, so he picked up a guy. And if he would have, like, dropped the guy the day before, like, the trade went and went through, like, it would have been, but he had an illegal roster or something because he just had too many guys. And Yahoo doesn't know how, like, it's partly a Yahoo Air type of thing. And it's funny because if you, like, researches and stuff like that, I found a bunch of this going on. But, like, why not fix it, Yahoo? <laughs> why not fix that error? Because there's some guy at Yahoo just going, I don't care. Well, the, it's funny because this, there's this guy named Steve that has to answer all these questions okay. and stuff. And you, like, I felt like he just answered the same questions and Steve, stuff. Steve, you poor, poor man. Yeah, just fix it. That's, oh, maybe Steve doesn't want to lose his job. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is the only thing he does. Uh, so he did it once. And like, I knew something was weird because on the transaction, but I couldn't figure it out. But then he did it again. And that's when he got like, but it, like, it was at like, the day it was supposed to go through was like the last day of the trades and we couldn't figure it out, but he almost got away with it. But then his first trade went through, but in the second trade, everybody like people kind of vetoed it. Cause we weren't mm-hmm. sure what's going on, but I was able to prove something happened. Nice. And the people spoke or whatever. So mm-hmm. he called me Tom Brady for getting people to veto his trade. Cause it could have maybe the people right. have spoken. Yeah. But don't do shady stuff and get caught. No, is it really shady though? Well, he got caught. I mean, he, the thing was when we called out and called him out on it, like we could, like he could, I think, could have gotten it to where we saw he he came forward, yeah, of what happened and been honest, and then he could have got those trades go through. But we he was like it took days of like arguing and through this threat, that's, like yeah, it was that's awful. Funny. That's funny. Yeah, it was like it was a very stressful time because <laughs> like. And at the same time, he's, like, talking crap, like, on the thread, calling my team crap. And, like, he, he gets, like, very personal. Instead of, like, answering, like, my questions through the thread, he was just, like... He got personal. Personally attacking me and stuff and, like, avoiding questions. Like, we couldn't get anywhere because he wasn't coming forward. That's awesome. Yeah. So, anything it takes to win this league. This is, yeah. this is the type of stuff we're talking about. Yeah. Hey, it's serious business. I would love to... He'll never probably come on. Yeah. But he'll argue with me all day. Like, every little thing. Anytime I see him, he's arguing with me. I'm like, come on, dude, you need to come on the show. <laughs> no, no, no. That'd so I'm calling him out. Yeah. I want a lot of these people. I want them to come on. I want to talk crap. I want to hear what they got to think. I want to hear their experience from coming into the league. Uh, it was funny because, like, Bill, who was one of the new four guys that joined the league, uh, we, we were only from, like, 0 to $500. And then, like, once the league started, he, like, wrote, he was like, I just got a question. I'm not trying to start anything, but he's like, how come we're only playing for 500 <laughs> Like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, well, uh, th- that a, we didn't have a very good answer for that. Like, we were just like, well, that's just what the you know we just got to this point, like, because yeah. we were like I said, a hundred dollar league, and then we were like kind of slowly growing into like the what we have now and stuff like that. And I mean, when we were talking about taxes, we were talking about like 10, 20, 30 percent at one time and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then our first year, it was just a hundred percent tax. And then Chet, like, of course, took advantage of that. Like, that was like the most anybody ever spent. He spent like twenty eight hundred dollars. So then we had to like what he calls the Chet tax, the two hundred percent after that first hundred. Like, it's it's crazy what it's morphed into. Uh, but again, you could like go really go for it that year, mm-hmm. or you could kind of like take a all right. I'm going to spend minimum. I'm going to try to get younger, cheaper guys, and then really you know build something, I'll build a core because like that's what I mean. A lot. Like you see, like some of these sports, it's the same guys competing, right, and stuff yeah. like that. And right now, it's been kind of a lot of the same guys in the playoffs and stuff. And it's really uh, Chet. He so last year when he was winning my division and stuff like that, he right away there's a guy that was Trey Turner was put out for auction, who's one of the best players, and Chet right away bid five hundred dollars the units. So his whole like nobody could bid above that unless they sell somebody and have mm-hmm. then bid on it. So he used like his whole but like even so he salvaged this year to like go for to it go last for it, yeah. year like he had a stud team like it was deep and stuff like that, um so but this year like he didn't spend anything like he's been he went because he didn't he was already at his yeah. like taxes and stuff like that or whatever, so but I wouldn't doubt if he still goes after like uses salvages next year if he feels like he has a chance this year sure. to like go for to it go and for stuff it, yeah. like that, <laughs> so that's what like because you always feel like. You're all, all these teams always feel like I'm one step away from like turning the corner, getting hot. My team's about to get hot and go yeah. for a run and stuff. You so. never know. I uh, what, One of the years I actually played fantasy baseball back in the day, I traded Pedro Martinez for Barry Bonds, and I got Barry Bonds the year he hit 73 oh or whatever. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, that's probably the greatest moment I'll ever have in fantasy, like, ever. So I went out a really good – my – oh, man. How much, I don't know if it was like five or six years ago when I won it. Uh I was, like, doing terrible to start off. Teams counted me out. They were making fun of me and stuff like that. The guy in my division, Justin. And uh, I I tried to sell Carlos Gonzalez. Nobody wanted him. He was, like... But then, like, everything clicked. Picked up... Someone dropped David Ortiz. It was with the year that they, they tra- changed, like, you had to, like, stand in the box or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, David Ortiz started off really bad. And they were just saying, this change... Like, he couldn't... No, I got him, Carlos Gonzalez, who had like another like second half, and then like I had two guys like that I got, uh, they were like young prospects, Carlos Correa, who's one of the best players, and Miguel Sano. Both those guys came up, like my team, like from the second half, just like killed it. I won it that year. And that was just everything clicked, everything worked that second half, and that was a big run. But to be counted out and stuff and made yeah. fun of, to like yeah, shut everybody up, <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, like guys, uh, you'll see everybody's personalities when you play a, like a game like this and stuff like that. Sure. You'll see people's per- personalities kind of like stick out. Like uh, I'm sure, and I've changed my per- like based on like my thoughts and stuff. Like the, I used to be like straight up offense and stuff like that, but I more recently realized like I'm offense first, but like it's important to like have a good balanced pitching too. Yeah. Like to have a dominant team. Like I can't just like go all out offense, which I used to do a little bit more. This year I actually paid for relief pitching, which usually I would just go cheaper and maybe try to, like, find closers throughout, like, pick that up throughout the year or yeah. trade for it or do it that way. But this year I wanted to come right out the gate and, like, win. 
Because usually when you're spending middle of the pack, like you don't have a complete team. So it takes you a little bit before you have your best team. Yeah. Like I want to come out and be a best team right away. This is the first time I've probably get to do this. Like I said, have closers, all deep starting pitching and good offense or whatever. So yeah, I'm excited. It's be awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, well, there's not too much going on. Game start uh, this Thursday. I'm, I'm going against Bob this week. He already has a head start because he had one of the pitchers go against in the Seattle-Oakland games. Uh, looking forward, though, this Thursday. Uh, I'm wishing all the teams good luck, except against me. <laughs> uh, um, I hope you guys uh, follow this. Uh, well, like I said, I'll be hoping to have more of the guests come on uh, from the podcast and st- or from the league and talk. Uh, it's, I'm hoping to one day spread this type of format out. What we've created, I think could be like a platform for other, uh, like this is the best type of league to play in. Like screw playing in like five different, six different, like hundred dollar redraft. Like if you want to play in something and really immerse yourself, like this is the style and format I think, uh, to do. Like I literally don't play fantasy football anymore because it just doesn't. Oh yeah, I scratch like, my itch almost. No. Like I don't know, it's too much luck. Yeah, uh, involved from year to year. It just like baseball. I feel like I have more input. Mm-hmm. It's like more about my skills and stuff as a manager, how to form a team and how to put it together. Yeah, strategy. Yeah, more strategy for for sure. So if that's you know, I'm sure like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. I'm sure it's like yeah. the similar type of like aspect of like really immersing yourself into like a culture or something like that. So. Hopefully you, maybe you'll be the commissioner of one of these types of leagues one day. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Uh, but not much more to it, uh, boys. Uh, I hope you're listening. Good luck, like I said. Uh, Thank you for listening. Have a good one, guys. Bye.